That was amazing. That <laughs> I, I gave up industry stuff, and I still was able. Like they pulled me back in to get a pro board. Like that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Jordan. Fuck it wasn't yeah. for Ira. It wasn't for Cody. They all know, pulled man. for me, man. In an independent company, I was pro. Got two pro models, and then the company just vanished. Well, hey. So well, hey. So I made it. So I'm happy. You made it. You know, it's crazy. And now, like, and now, rumor, that was my dream. And now, rumor. And I stopped chasing that dream, and it still happened. Welcome everyone to the first episode of Golden Hour. I'm gonna be one of your hosts, Travis Card 100 here. Got my uh, co-host over here, Sean Masha, and we have a one-of-a-kind guest here today. Introduce yourself. Colin Andrew Hale. Yes. From uh, Underhill, Vermont. Born in Connecticut, raised in Underhill. Uh, skateboarding guy. The Chef. best skateboarding guy. I mean, the they go- say that. They say that. The goat, and by they, he means everyone. Come on, Shasha. Everyone. everyone. Um, so, so, Colin, I mean, we've been filming together for, I mean, it seems like a lifetime. 20, about 20 years at this ish, point? Or at least known each other 21 yeah. or more. That's what's up, my yeah. man. Hell yeah. yeah. The summer that I first picked up a skateboard and never tried to do anything on it, I randomly met this dude when I was 17. I was a late bloomer, but... Crazy, you were 17, so he was probably 13. How long have you been skating now? Since I was 12, 13. Okay. Like 98, end of 98, early 99. Wait, that's when you started? Yeah. That's when I met you when you were ripping on this uh, mini ramp. Like, ripping, like... I don't know, I always was bad at tranny until transition, until talent opened. But B-side ramp, like, I don't know, tried it. So how did you start skating initially? Uh, so I lived in Arizona, lived in Phoenix for three years, 95 to 98, and got into rollerblading. It was very popular. So, all right, all right. We'll try know. not to hold that against yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but it, it, like, it exposed me to my first skate park okay. in Phoenix. Went to the park, got a blade video, got a skate video. All right. Do you remember what video Toy it was? Toy machine, jump off a building. Oh, classic. So yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Skateboarding. And that's what skateboarding was for me yeah. as a young person. But I moved back to Vermont in the same house that we moved from. And my best friend skateboarded. His older brother skated. And he still ro- like rollerbladed a little bit. Yeah. But it was like, skating's badass. It's better. It's cool. But we are like had that transition. Rollerblading was easier. So, so came back to Vermont. <laughs> like Found the, first, the closest skate park to us here. And it was uh, Stowe Mountain Resort. Oh, wow, the green ramps there they used the to have. The wooden yeah. ramps, a full pad, like yeah. vert ramp, mini medium ramp with a spine, like rollerblade so, so and bike jumps. So what year is that? 98. Huh. End of 98, 99. Like, okay. I got a season's pass the summer of 99. Nice. So I started 98, messing around, and then winter hit. Yep. And just, like, dabbled in the basement. And who were you skating with at that time? Like, you and your brother? Or? Just brother. He actually got a skateboard first. All right. He got the first complete for Christmas, and then I got mine, like, in February, because I kept, like, skating his the whole nice. time. Were you like, guys... I, we were, like, in the blade, so it was kind of weird. It was, like, 
Christmas was like blade stuff and then he got the board and then I was like skating his board a lot and we were just like ah, fighting and <laughs> I couldn't get it right so I got a board in like February like after right. my own one and whatever. For people who don't know your brother is Cody Hale. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it just like it was like basement it was like fall into winter basement season and then like full on summer we got seasons pass at Stowe skate park full pads so we'd like have the skate bring the blades like switch off all day okay so you had figure one it setup. out you know you so you bought a season oh, yeah. pass oh, yeah. to stow for the ramps for sure yeah, <laughs> skate park my folks could just drop me off and like That's we're so good we wanted to be there we wanted to do it so you're um, living you know, you're living in underhill Vermont yeah, at this yeah, point yeah. which is what maybe a half hour from stow or something or what yeah at okay. the most okay for sure, maybe 25 minutes. Like It's like the other side of the mountains. Yeah, it was the closest skate park. Before then, that was before the temp park. Uh, right no, around right the around temporary the, park, yeah, yeah, right? around the temp park. That wasn't really an advertised skate park in Burlington. There wasn't any a lot real of, a stuff, lot of heckling, really. A lot of heckling going on around the, was, at that time at the, at the temp park. I remember yeah. I, I could barely stand on a board, but I'd show yeah. up and I'd show up and pose and... We, 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 weren't, we weren't super welcomed, you know, I mean... It, it <laughs> Those took, the diehards, they were doing it. There yeah. was some established uh, scene at that time. But. Yeah, I mean, this is like when skateboarding was starting to be a little more accepted, but you still, like, weren't the cool kid in, at school. Like, I was in high school at that time, and I remember I was getting heckled. Like, you know, nowadays you go to high school and, like, you skateboard, you're cool. Like, that know. wasn't really the deal then still in these parts it's like there's five skateboarders in your high school and it was definitely rollerblade heavy but yeah that quickly waned and we went full skate so i'm trying to think of the first time that i actually remember meeting you and i want to say it was at the old burlington skate park probably around like 2001 or 2002 mm, and maybe. um yeah i feel like because so the first time that I like really remember seeing you, I'm pretty sure it was around like 2002, and we kind of like met. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah we yeah. kind of met, and then around 2003 is probably when we first started filming some stuff together. Oh yeah, maybe '02 and like winter. Yep. Because talent was popping by then. Okay. I remember the first day at Talent. I remember the first day the a the original Burlington Park opened. Yeah, A Dog was there. Yeah, spinning and and stuff. I remember rolling over his like extension cords and stuff, in the park. It was a cold like November or something day, but crazy. Still hyped. Uh, it was two thousand one. A Dog Park, like yeah. the, I call it A Dog Park because now it's A Dog Park in Burlington, but the original waterfront was like two. 2000, uh, maybe 2001, but like 2000, I mean, for sure. Talent was 2001, right? Talent was 01. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard when we think back this far after. Burlington was definitely first. Yeah, oh yeah, but it's hard to like pinpoint. I was way more Gromlet at that point. Yeah. Gromwich, I was probably like 14, 15, just a little. So when you, when you. Ass bag sandwich. First are like showing up in Burlington, what's like a day-to-day you know, you and First Cody spot. are kind of like showing up. And yeah, so all right. So I moved back to Vermont and my best friend that I, before, like, I came back and the best friend was still our best friend and he, like, lived really close. Yeah. His older brother was into skating, was with the crew, had all the, like, thrashers, had the anti-hero video, was into hardcore music. It was like, this is what skateboarding is. It's gnarly, hardcore music, 
skating fast, getting crazy. Yeah. So I was exposed to the younger generation to that, like looking up to these guys, like, all right. They weren't like necessarily good, but they were slappy and curves, going fast and just whatever. We had like nothing to skate. Yeah. And it was great. We loved it. Yeah, because you're from a uh, dirt road, right? Absolutely. So our we went to the paved elementary school and skated like a few curves and a couple of cinder blocks and a piece of wood. I think kicker. people would find that mind blowing. Like it's amazing. We were so you know, juiced. Like, we just wanted to be there all the time. Like, dude, you're. So You're good. regarded as one of the greats, and, and like not even in our state, but just like globally. And like you grew up on a fucking dirt road, dude. That's crazy. Same, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I probably had a skateboard liner on the house when I was like really young, but like there's nothing to do with it. And yeah. like my mom wouldn't let me skate inside, so it was done. It was a done deal. Like it was all just rocks and gravel and like the, well, the worst pavement you could find if you actually walk to the highway and then you're in the highway yeah. <laughs> we lucked out we had a basement with enough clearance uh, to skate there in the yeah water. and your parents so were we were just super rolled. supportive they were cool they were awesome hell yeah, yeah. so tell box. me the story behind that I'm like what I'm like, like basement's fine let's clear out a little zone and just roll back and forth really slow because it's you know not super big but the clearance was enough that it was fine hey shout out uh yeah. pam and paul Parents, best, yeah. best parents. The creators, right? Absolutely. Seriously. Yeah. Like, it takes support to do... It's like the parents of drummers, kind of, you know? Like, <laughs> oh Seriously. Yeah, skating's loud. It's like, all right, after nine, you know, you chill or, or whatever. Yeah, you know, schoolwork's done. Cool, you can skate. I mean, luckily for you, like, you yeah. were... You guys were good pretty quick. For me, I sucked for so long that, like, it took years for my dad to even give me, like, the nod where he's like, oh, you oh can actually, gosh. like, do something on that thing. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like, Skating, it's, to people who don't skate, it uh, looks like everybody sucks. Yeah. Like, unless you're, like, the top level. Well, especially yeah. then. I think yeah. we just had the passion so bad that yeah. it didn't matter. Yeah. But they weren't looking at it like, oh, you're, you suck or you're good. It's just like... You have the passion. That's what you want to do. Yeah, it's clear. So like obviously, we're gonna support you in something you love yeah. so much. True. So the first video we yeah, ever worked juiced. on together was a uh, piece of time, which we put yeah. out in two thousand four. Well, and if you want to backtrack even further, we're still in the nitty gritty. My best friend skated, came back to Vermont, found the skate park, but skated in the basement. So homeboy would come over. He could do heel flip. He could do kick flip. Couldn't quite tray. But he could like no slide, crooks. So we like learned all the stuff. He like yeah. had some tricks. And we're like, Shout right. out the homie. Who was that? Josh Dumas. All absolutely. Right. And his older brother, Adam Dumas. Nice. Word. Uh, right there on Roy Road, Underhill, Vermont. You but, never uh, know when you're starting like same. something big. Yeah. It was dope. Um, Josh was one. He was like two years older. He got held back a grade. So he had a car like early. So we went yeah. to Burlington. Nice. Where do we go? First spot, courthouse. Yeah. The quintessential spot. Um, so first video was jump off a building. I got that in Arizona and then came back to Vermont and got Beerlington. Oh, all right. From the B-side. Got my first pair of skate shoes. Shout out Seth Neary. Yeah, got that. Beerlington, took that home and I was just like, that's true. holy oh crap. And then all the people that were in it were just my heroes, all of them. Tommy, yeah. Oliver. Parker, A Dog, like every like all those people, Ray Bonds. We didn't see the Ray Bonds. Burlington did start shit. Basically... That was huge. That was monumental yeah. in my young life. So we went to Burlington, went to courthouse, was like, here we are, this is it. 
ledges are massive. We can't do anything here, but we're here. Yeah. We're psyched. That was 97 or 98, Burlington. Uh, right? Burlington was 99. Shred the Rat, I think, was maybe 97. Yeah. Shred the Rat is what... Okay, yeah. 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 Shred the Rat is the first Because that was my then, first, like, yeah. Burlington video, was Shred the Rat. And yeah. that was, like, right when I was really getting in the thick of it. My homeboy Josh had, like, some had that video. Yeah, I had like some poser clips of like it. trying to ollie off the courthouse ah, or something in there. In there, yeah. he had a couple. Yeah, I think I got sacked on like board side of four rails. Those were like the videos that made me like <laughs> promise myself I was gonna learn how to kickflip. Amazing. Yep. Yep. So I mean, I'm like trying to think. Good humble early beginnings. Yep. Courthouse, getting a ride to Burlington from high school, and just. Mostly went to the park. Yeah, so how then, long did it yeah. take you to, like, really start having it click? You know, like, so at this point, you're, you've been skating, what, a couple of years? Um, so, like, year one, I didn't kickflip for a while. I was, it wasn't working out. It wasn't good. But heel flip was working. Yeah. So I was, like, a heel flip guy. I did that stuff a lot. Shoves. A couple things. Basement, learning stuff. Fairly quick. Like, I can remember learning, like, front 50 and the same day, I was already trying 5-0 and nose grind All right. at the Stowe skate park or whatever. And then we'd go home and be like, oh, I almost learned it. Try on the box all day. And, like, so try, you guys try, had try. the box in the basement. Oh, yeah. We were big basement. Yeah. It's crazy how you can learn, like, multiple tricks in the same day that took you years. Well, it's cool, you too, s- that you had your brother there, so you guys were probably feeding off each other. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a competitive yeah. nature, I'm sure, where it's like, oh, he learned that, I gotta learn that. Yeah. Um, and then you can taste it, almost. It's like, like I was kind of a jerk brother, a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of the footage shows, uh, <laughs> it was a little bit of a jerk to him. I think a lot of people would he be surprised to hear that. He didn't <laughs> catch on as Dude. quick. It took him a lot longer. He was 10, and I'm 12, 13. All right. So it just took him like longer to Stop start to get it. me. Say, Let's go. But I was just so juiced. I just wanted to do that all the time. Yeah. All I did was think about a trick and like you get close. You're like, crap. All right. How do I, you know, yeah. I was all problem solve mode and just got super juiced. All right. So let's fast forward a little Stayed bit here a to, uh, in 2004, we put out piece of time oh, and you goodness. had a part. And I remember you were wearing that, uh, Charlotte Hornets jersey. And we went to UVM, and you must have done, like, 20 things that day. And that was, like, when everyone really took note, like, damn, this Colin dude's the real deal. Like, you know, to to film, like, 20 clips in a day. And I remember, like, a ton of that part. You're wearing that purple Hornet jersey with those white pants. Yeah. That's the Arizona, like, style I got from there. Yeah, you had, like, fakey tray flip down the three block and nollie tray. I think you switched hearted down in. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. That was was a fun-ass day. Cheers to that, Dad. Yeah, you know, (laughs) it was was probably, like... Grab that uh, piece of time right there. That that was probably peak summer, so it's, like, light till almost 9.30 at night. You know, we're probably skating since 11 or something. Nooner. Oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah. Piece of time, two thousand four. Yeah, we yep. were filming that in two thousand three. Yep, two thousand three, two thousand two. Where's, no where's the no glaring? <laughs> yep. Something like that. Yeah. No doubt. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was when you and I started really growing out. I think that was when everyone yeah. was kind of staying at our house on uh, yeah, Clark, Clark Street a bunch. And Clark was heavy. May or may days. not have been quite a few bong hits going on. <laughs> Regardless, yeah. of, the, <laughs> yeah. that was, uh, the time period. Clark yeah. and Grant. Yeah. Oh man. It's kind of like the skate house it was uh, Greg Fox, Luke Sullivan, Kyle Burrows, and myself. 
Then we had our, our buddy Will was living there for a bit too. Yeah, those were good times. I remember like Will the carpenter. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, Will dude, Ryan. The He's so good. Multi. Remember, I'd like he buy... makes like ships, dude. You know, you're a good uh, carpenter <laughs> if you can like make ships and be uh, what's that called? Seaworthy. No, no. <laughs> I was thinking like there's a Smart. name. There's a name <laughs> for like a ship builder, but anyway. Uh, okay. Um. But yeah, I remember like during those days, just like buying pizzas for all you guys, because you know I was probably like three or four years older. I'd be going to like a movie on a date and come back thinking I'm like about to have some pizza there, but no, I just had like a bunch of like full belly passed out stone skaters on my couch, like they didn't save like any pizza whatsoever. Yeah, but there wasn't much respect. <laughs> no, I mean it was all good, but yeah. I appreciate the love. Hey, no worries. I didn't that. think you were gonna say pizza. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was all expecting to get some. Pizza. <laughs> I mean, probably a little more. You had an established girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Oh, still. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm trying to think. So shortly after that, when did you first start start like getting hooked up? Like you, who are some of the first people that were giving you some sponsorships? Uh, very first, I sent a VHS or I brought a VHS into Full Tank. Okay. And, uh, it was the current Riding High skate shop in Burlington. Um, did a little flow, like a couple like discount on boards, whatever. I'm 13, filming Marshall A. Bear, my brother, and Mossman, and whatever crew was around. So let's go over that one more time. Who Marshall Heath? Yeah, Dave A. Bear. All right, Sean Stem. All right, Cody Hale. Yeah, nice. Cody, like, the brother. Some random, but that was like the main crew. We were. Yeah. I was filming. Had like a little dad cam. Sweet. Whatever, we were filming. So edited a thing, got some riding high flow, and then B side was actually my next sponsorship. Dude, it's like the true American dream. Yeah. Like I've got a camera Stop. and a skateboard. Let's man. go. Yeah, and I had a I got at the hardware store a peephole. So like a door, a hotel door looker looking through device and it huh. was basically a super advanced fish. So like you just like taped it, it on. It was really small. Taped it on, right. zoomed in. Boom, had the sickest fish eye. Nice. But it looked janky, but you know what? That footage is Yeah, it's classic. Janky. It's like, so it's great. It's yeah, yeah. It's so like the ultra I fish eye. Did that. Classic. Loved it. So loved what about it. in terms of like starting to talk to companies um, and what So at once B side had gone, Hannah had moved on and formed talent and talent. So it was piece of time that got me the real uh, rep flow. Yep. Which is the very first step in sponsorship. Rep, so rep what flow. companies were, were taking care of you at that point? So thanks to Seth Neary again, another shout out. Uh, he showed piece of time to somebody in New York City and started getting a flow from Zoo York Skateboards. Oh my God, dude. Yep. I didn't know that. Like, yeah, it was crazy. He I just love that guy. Holy Seth's shit. OG. He's Pro snowboarder and like yeah, and they probably love that you were East Coast and you know. yeah I don't know you know that they saw the footage and he brought them that it was probably VHS copy yeah he showed these guys and they're like let's start you know they started flowing me boards so I was getting <clears throat> New York boards as my first like real sponsor or whatever it was amazing and then talent got me a shoe sponsor with iPath um, back in the day. 
So yeah, so this I was is getting what, a couple like, pairs this of is shoes. Like 2005, maybe 2004, four, or five. Four, yeah. I, for sure, four. iPath for sure probably four. came out in 98, 99, something like that, right? Yeah, I was a fan. And it was like fan. dope. Like it was like the Love organic, it. like yeah, it have, was, have everything. Yeah, pasta, like both. So vegan, right around, like vegan skate pocket. shoes. And this shit. is probably right around the time you're starting to travel a little bit and go to some contests and stuff too, right? Um, it was just really that point local contests and traveling for this video so much you yeah. lost it like and i don't know if i was just repping ipath super hard i might have done the ipath thing like 2003 okay so i feel like i was rocking them yeah, in that in video yeah yeah and maybe that's why the company was said this is a great fit yeah this yeah. guy's already down already on board with the that, program matt Hensley, right matt, matt rodriguez matt rodriguez matt, matt pales yeah, Carl Watson Carl was big in it at that time. Uh, yeah. Just like the super dready skate dudes yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah. so you were rocking the like big like were they the grasshoppers? The grasshoppers. Yeah. yeah, with the uh, Velcro strap. Yeah, absolutely. All the colorways of that. Yeah, all of them. So around those stuff. times, I know we were going up to Montreal quite a bit, uh, down to Boston as well. Yeah, and catching a little bit of wreck, I guess. Catching a little bit of not fame, but just getting to know the people and like yeah. the heads that were established there were yeah. just like seeing like the way city, yeah just the way city like, it was like really it was cool man yeah it was cool we kind of got a lot we got on pretty nicely yeah with people those um, were good times those were the early sponsors mostly through talent through seth and yeah. uh that just started like my springboard so once you get those kind of uh endorsements you can do other contests bigger stuff once yeah. you get like one person backing you or two people backing you, then you can go to a nice bigger contest and then... Yeah. Yeah, what were some of the first stuff. contests you remember going to? Damn Am. Yeah. Damn Am and Costa Mesa. Um, and Montreal Am getting paid. Okay. Yeah. Because I was, I was wondering if you were going to talk about, uh, what was it called? Mountain Dew. Free Amp, Flow. Free Flow, right? And that was Mountain one that Dew you Free Flow Tour in 2004. That was probably the first big contest. Okay. And that's the uh, one where they took like a couple people from each stop and then they had the big one in three California. Three people from each stop uh, went to California for the finals. Yeah. So in no other contest really has like three people been flown out. Usually it's one winner or two or something and then they get the royal treatment. But and so that one, three people to get flown one. out from each spot. Think about that. Plane tickets, hotel for like 30 people. Yeah. So where did you go. place, where was the contest uh, that you placed it for the finals? For? It was in Rhode Island, oddly enough, Yeah. which is strange. Um, so we went to all the different stops. So it's like a tour. It's like mm -hmm. Fish Tour, Grateful Dead Tour, <laughs> whatever. They go to all these different cities, mm -hmm. and it's a contest. So we went down to Lowell, or uh, Rye Airfield, and then the Lowell Mass dudes got it. And granted, like this group of skaters in 2004, you look at the names now, more than half of them are pro, established yeah. pros at this point. Like well-known kids that grew up and were yeah, pro or whatever. Yeah, because I think the first one was... It was uh, incredible. The first one was like Dave Bachinski. Dave Bachinski, Manny, Manny Santiago. Dave Bear. boom. Yeah. Next stop. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, And then we went down to uh, Rhode Island. Just because we were following the tour, three people get to go to Cali. It was kind of like pretty decent. It's yeah. Like, all right. You know, our buddy's already going... Let's yeah, go. Let's, let's try to run it. Yeah, board. let's try to run it. Yeah. Like, run the deck. Run the table. 
So we were running the table, yeah. <laughs> went to Rhode Island, and here's the cool thing is our buddies from Burlington were all running like the behind the scenes. There was no bias. Yeah. Like everybody skated hard. And you know, there were local dudes that skated hard and got those type of tickets too. But the local like our Burlington people were the same people running the contest. Like Greg Fox, yeah. Parker, Luke. Yeah. Like there are some influential people in it and it didn't create a bias, but it, maybe it made us more hyped. I don't know what what the influence was, but it was good. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, that was the so first could, time we met, like Manny and Dave. And absolutely. Who to this day are obviously still the homies. So. Insane. So then Rhode Island got Shout a ticket. Shout out, Lowell Mass. Rhode Island was me, Stem, and then some other uh, Kyle Walker, a different Kyle Walker. All right. Um, and then they were all the finals. And then my brother, we like... So my parents are big music people. They like Almond Brothers, Fish, Dead, all that stuff. Um, so they like, like, oh, the contest goes to Colorado, so let's go. Almond Brothers are playing at Red Rocks or Sweet. something, like the next town over oh, from yeah. where the, the thing was. So my brother actually got a ticket in there. Two birds, one stone type of deal. They're like, all right, let's just go. Let's do it. Screw it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Um, Julian Davidson got that one. He's the homie from Denver. Uh I forget the other dude, and then Cody got it. So Sweet. that was like one of the last dates of the thing. So it's like last chance. Yeah. Let's get another and where one. Where was in that? There. Uh, was that in Encinitas where they ended up doing the finals? The Encinitas finals, yeah. absolutely. And that was the one that Manny ended up being the like top dog in, was right? It Manny. Yeah, I think so. Because I still had like the Trans World yeah. uh, article. I, I was uh, looking over it not well, too long ago. Other notable names are <laughs> Andrew Cannon, yeah. Brad Cromer, Dominique. Johnson, just, I don't know. Yeah, R.I.P. Maybe that's, that's it. Yeah. Some, yeah. A couple of Phoenix dudes, uh, Josh Hawkins. So did that kind of give you, like, a contest itch after, like, you know, going out well, and being among, like, all those kids from yeah. all across that were, like... Yeah, it was cool. It was, we were compatible. Yeah. Like, we're, we're all buds. We did the same thing, like, the struggle of being, like, skater... Mm-hmm. getting to that level we, we all were like knew what was up we're like dude everybody was amazing yeah so it was kind of just all respect and yeah. everybody was cool Sweet. you know it was contest but it wasn't even like super beefed out or no like weird stuff we just had good vibes and everybody was just having a great time yeah and, this and is still pushing before, each other like so this is still cool. before like the super mainstream mainstream skating like we know today too. yeah when do you think that started uh, it's it's hard to say. I mean, say. it started and when it, Tony Hawk's skateboarder came out, probably. But well, when did uh, it actually kick in? It's hard to say because I feel like it kicked in at a different time, whether if you were, like, in the industry or if you were someone who skated or someone who didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I um, feel like it kicked in right around, like, 2004. Yeah. Right around then. I mean, it's hard to say for us, too, because we've always been in this little bubble here in Vermont. Yeah, where, like, that's we, true. <laughs> where so, we, like, we were... That's true, we were but what was the like, first main thing? was the X Games, right? X Games, 95. Yeah. yeah. First X Games. That was kind of when it first, like... That was when it became, like, okay, this is... Everybody realized that it was becoming mainstream, but it was still not. Yeah. I mean, for us, like, even when we made Piece of Time, and I remember, TV, yeah. I remember we went and, like, we traded Piece of Time with Manny and Dave for, like, uh, they had made a Nor'easter. video called Nor'easter, 
And we were like, we were like, oh, check out our video. And they were like, oh, check out our video. And we brought it home. We were like, holy shit, these kids are oh ridiculous. My gosh. Like, you see how big that rail is? Yeah, like we were, we were shook. They did honestly. different stuff. Like, yeah, we don't have a everybody that was one, do we? everybody was good, but we uh, should have different maybe, stuff. Maybe we can find one. But no, but you know, I mean, we'll, we'll be having same. Dave and Manny on on the podcast at some point because those are still the brothers oh, yeah, to this man. day for sure. Um, but yeah, seriously, like we we were living in such a bubble at that time. And so anyway, fast forward a couple of years later, we made Family Tree, which I think a lot of people consider the like true rookie card that really got like, you know, you, Marshall Heath, Dave Avery, yeah, yeah. like that's kind of what like put you guys on on, you know. Was where, that your first independent? Yeah, that was my first full length independent video. Yeah. And uh I don't know if you remember this, but the way that we came up with the name with Family Tree, um we were like in Montreal in the some elevator, and I think we may or may not have been having some adult beverages, even though we definitely, some of you might Speaking not have been adults. Me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, remember, we were like trying to come up with a name for the video, and uh, you were like, "Well, hey, we're all family. We all love trees." It's <laughs> 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 like, oh and like I don't know, if, like Inspired, pretty sure, yeah, right? yeah, I'm pretty sure you were like, oh, "Yo, family gosh. tree," and it was like a bear and you and I and Marshall, and we're just like, "Yeah, sure." It's a good name. We're like, it's "Yeah, family name. tree." So. Piece of time, pot. Yep. So there's, right, it's gotta there, stay the theme. There, there's family tree right there. Oh, That's uh, and that video came out in 07. You can check that one out oh, on uh, goodness gracious on uh, mm -hmm. YouTube and whatnot. Yeah, but, look uh, at that, how that art kind of matches with, like, the new logo and everything. Hey. Woo! You know? Keeping it consistent. Straight up. That was a heavy-duty one. Um, Goodness. And I remember, like... That was the one that springboarded Marshall. Oh, for yeah. For sure. That part, I still watch that part. Well, so... Like, bear, everybody. So tell me, like, kind of your thoughts since you brought it up. Like, tell me your thoughts. How was it, like, coming up at the same time as, like, a Marshall Heath and a Dave Bear? Like, what was kind of... Where did you see yourself and sort of what was, you know, what was going on Were you guys, were you feeling like they were like your competition? I mean, I know you guys were always no. buddies, but like, talk no, about that a little bit. The camaraderie was what probably pushed us all to that level. Uh, basically, Burlington Park had the best flat ground of anywhere, so we would just battle games of skate for fun. Like, it didn't benefit anybody, but we would play a game of skate for an hour Somebody would lose, somebody would win, whatever. It didn't matter. Interchanged. Yeah. And then we'd be like, all right, all new tricks. Yeah. Another hour later. They're like, ah, oh, all right, new tricks. We're out of tricks. We're just learning stuff from each other. Like and the we, level and then of shit talking at that just, point was just so Oh, it was so incredible. Good. It was it great. It was just amazing. It was great. It was and like... then we'd be like, get bored and like, all right, box skate. Yeah. Same deal. So we would just force each other to learn every trick. There were some and epic each other's tricks back in those days. And like people were already good at their own type of tricks that it made everybody better that was willing to like keep up with that. And yeah. that was just our juice. That was our jam. And then it's like, all right, we're done playing skate. Let's go film. Let's get some clips. And we would just go wherever and just like stack. I don't know. It was amazing. So the camaraderie like the, was great. The East Coast People is were, so rough and Vermont We were all more different so skaters. Even okay. way back then, we were all different at what we wanted to do and what we could do so that it made everybody else better. Like feed off each other. Yeah, it was, it was great. There yeah. was no like, I'm going to go to this spot and get this trick because it's going to beat you. It was all just... We just all wanted to rise up. Were you ever feeling like... It was dope. Were you ever... Like, 
I guess around those times, like piece of time, family tree, like were you seeing like okay, like we're all gonna go pro or like was that absolutely was that, not? That wasn't the goal that no, you had. In mind? I mean, maybe just in the super back of the young person mind. Like, yeah. Like you know, I'm not going to college because I want to be a pro skater, but yeah, also have to learn how to cook just in case I don't do that or whatever. Or even if you but did, like it's like out. all right, yeah, just want to skate, do the thing, and wherever we take it is great and like i'm just had like we got to make it yeah to that level so it's pretty amazing yeah but totally that was never the driving focus it was just more filming more doing just it did was you, all about the doing did it you ever notice anybody else that you were skating with or against in competitions where they're like looked at it as a career or were there other categories yeah. of skaters yeah, that you kind sure. of encountered sure. that where you're like, oh, you, I could be that kind of skater maybe, but no, I'm not, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, there was definitely different mindsets in people like, trying to have that super hyper focus, like I'm going to win today and I'm going to do the best. Yeah. Like the thing that made me do the like best the was to have the most fun. you're talking about. Yeah, we don't need to name any names. But people there were who people, would like work out. There were for people that and trained and, and did the thing. Like we trained in a different way. We trained yeah, yeah. in our own way, which was just raw experience of streets mm. and just you adapted to whatever spot you're at. Yeah, I mean, and you always, got a clip you're every day. You just, your environment. Yeah. you just whatever. So, you know, we I had a different strategy for contests because, like, if I'm stressed out, if I'm getting pissed, I'm angry. I'm having a bad day. I'm not going to land my stuff. Yeah. So my strategy was actually to have like the most fun and not be worried about what I'm going to do. Yeah, you and never seemed to like, like do the same runs or like you didn't didn't seem like you really planned too much no. in a contest. You just kind of like that was my power. Yeah. If if I was mad or upset, like I couldn't couldn't do well. Yeah. So my power was just to stay it's happy, like, stay hyped. Is it kind like, of like a skaters writers block or if you if you it, like. It was weird. I don't think everybody else functions that way. Yeah. Um, the pressure wasn't too, too bad. I'd still get like a little nervous and crazy. But basically, seeing everybody else skate so good hyped me up. Because I'm not, I'm not able to do all that stuff. But I'm like, somebody does a really cool thing. I'm hyped. I'm like, dude, amazing. Like, that's amazing. Just raising up the vibes and just yeah, getting everybody yeah, yeah. like hyped. So I guess this is a good that, segue. That was kind of just my juice that I would use to. It seems like to be it seems like this would be a good segue to talk about um, for people who don't know. I think it was the first time I ever went to Tampa Am. Maybe might have been the second time. So you ended up getting the golden ticket one year, right? Like you qualified first. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Okay. So I think that was. It might have been my second time going, but I just remember them saying something, and I was just like. It was just one of those proud, like, homie moments where they're, like, you know, they're reading down, like, oh, and qualifying in fourth and in third. And I'm, like, yeah, what the hell? Like, where's Colin? They're, like, in second. And then they're, like, in with more tricks in a run than anyone's ever done in a Tampa contest. And they said you. And I was just, like, what? That's my fucking homie right Not, not even <laughs> just a golden ticket, but, like, like a record breaker. Yeah, like, like literally. Boom. Yeah. That was Boom. awesome. And, uh. People like sent me uh, like clips of them filming the TV screen of you getting yeah. that too. Like, yeah. it's like well, and I think it was cool too because like we were still, and, and I say we like I've always sucked at skating, but like I like Vermont skaters were always underground. So like 
for you to show up and be repping in that way and like you know to qualify first at like the yeah, biggest man. contest of the year i felt like it just like really put people on notice like we had just put out the video and like yeah it was yeah. just you know those days where we were traveling grinding. down there together was that yeah, I think we. Times? Yeah, I think it was. Was that when you down? started uh, filming uh, for Good Things? Maybe it was right probably around right around the the time we started filming for Good Things Come Lose Escape. But like, I don't know. There were a few Florida After family trips. Tree. Yeah, there were a few. <laughs> and Florida we'd been trips. to Florida for Family Tree, I think. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Quick one, maybe I was on. That's not. One. That's not the time you get like jumped by this dude. <laughs> that's later. All right. Later. Maybe you don't need to tell the story, but then. I mean, I mean that's a, it, it. It seems like, for people who haven't heard about it, <laughs> may, maybe to, to catch like a, a Colin perspective of that. Um, so basically, for those who don't know, we were on a Florida trip in Miami, and we were skating in one of the rougher neighborhoods, and we were basically jumped by like what twenty five kids or so. Yeah, like, that's a safe estimate. Yeah, probably like kids though. Yeah, young. Yeah, like, like so young that you, like you are conflicted and like thinking about fighting. No, back. because like, they were like fifteen to like eighteen, big. but they were like some of them. They're were going like, for blood. Yeah. yeah, some of them were decent sized kids, but there was like what six or seven of us and like twenty five of them. And plus, you guys were only like what, like twenty? No, we're probably 19, like 20. no, we're probably in our like early twenties at this point. Okay. Right. Like, young and dumb. Yeah, right? like I think we're probably like yeah, we're like yeah, in our early twenties. But like I said, there's like you know, 25 of them, and they just came out of nowhere. We were kind of just, like, letting kids use our boards, and then yeah, just out of nowhere, they all came up 25 on... 25 is a crowd. Yeah, and they all came up on bikes. And, like, I don't know, just... If, if you feel... If, <laughs> oh, my God. If, if we can laugh about it now, yeah, but, like, it, it was actually pretty scary. Like, they, yeah. you know, they were talking about getting guns and shooting us, and, like, I remember, like, the, you know, at any given point, I was fighting off, like, six or seven kids, and, like... You know, like a 16 or 17 year old kid, like some of them are, are bigger than me at that point, you know, <laughs> like straight up. Yeah, Dude, I've had fair movie. fights that were scary. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's insane. So, I don't know, like from your perspective, how do you remember that going yeah, down? Yeah, uh, yeah, things were cool. We're in a bad spot, but skating, we didn't even have the camera out. We're just kind of like, eh. Seeing what's up, the scene kind of turned. What? So the, the, the way crew, I pictured it was, it was like a, a almost up. like a drainage ditch spot that you guys. It kind of felt like that. Um, it was yeah, a we spot were... in between neighborhoods, kind of, and like kind of in a little section. So you're kind of sectioned off. There's houses all around. Bit, kind like... of what somewhat. We were a in little the hood. small park. We were in the hood. A small <laughs> park, but not a park with grass and not a park with things, but a park with like a little bit of stairs and a ledge and a hub. Park with like empty beer bottles. When I when I was in <laughs> broken floor, when I was going to school yeah. in Philly, like 2004 yeah. to 2008, like that, I would skate around the city all the time. It was my main mode of transportation. It was quicker than any vehicle, like. Pretty much. Yeah, like, we yeah. just go like, straight. We weren't anywhere that you would be, though. You but know? we weren't like. There are certain neighborhoods, though, where like I knew if I skate down that street, there's gonna be a crowd of kids that are all like ten, or eleven years old, chasing me, trying to kick me off my skateboard. Like, yeah, I can't go down that street. That will yeah. always happen every so time. So we showed up at one of those type of places, <laughs> knowingly, willingly, in the middle of the day. So it's like one thirty, maybe at the latest, yeah. or something like noon, maybe. If we were motivated, but we get to the spot and like we're skating around, mulling about, 
Trav's got his big camera bag. He looks like a turtle. Yeah. Got a big backpack on. It's not coming out. No equipment's out. Nobody really knows. But a crew all of a sudden just zoom, swarms on us. On bikes. And they're, and they're like, they all just come so up you can't, quick. So you know they you can't outrun them because they're on bikes. They come up even quick. So we're in like, a, it's like a square type of a place. And then yeah. we're just skating this little stair set that's in that square. Yeah, the ghetto And there's banks. like a bench above. Uh, it's like basically it the, it just like, like. It's called the ghetto bench. It's not it's even sculpture. Yeah. It's not even a sculpture park. It's not even whatever. There's like some benches in a square and that's it. And they just came up quick. They like saw the target. Everybody rolled up fast and then boom it's a crowd around the whole yeah, thing didn't and I we're get just like smacked? skating around i'm pretty sure like just i'm pretty sure like a 14 year old kid just like bitch me. That's, like how, <laughs> that's like how it all started kids are, <laughs> like kids at various <laughs> ages youngest probably being 13 or 12 oldest probably being 18 or whatever so, crew rolls yeah we're surrounded we're playing it cool they're being kind of cool everything's sure. good like let me use your board sure here's the board play around with it and then they're like, all right, cool. Let me use your board. Cool, 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 cool. They're skating back and forth like, oh. Like, okay, all right. Then the boards start getting kicked and flown oh, yeah. and smashed. And, like, they're, like, smashing our boards, kind of. And we're like, oh, like, it's not what you do with the skateboard. You don't, like, kick it in into the street or whatever and start, like, throwing stuff and whatever. And then all of a sudden it just, like, Trav yeah. gets a smack, and then it's like we're all and like then scrambling. It and is violent. Everybody's like, got chaos. six or seven people around them. We're we're a crew of five or six at that point, and we all just kind of whatever sort of get separated by like a cloud of people. Around yeah, didn't you get hit in the face like a full gallon of water or something? Hit like in that. the back of the head with yeah. one of our own gallons of water. Yeah, which didn't really hurt, but knocked my glasses off or whatever. I didn't go down or anything. I know I wasn't swinging. Yeah. Nobody was really swinging. It's like you got kids around you trying to like mess with you, well, get was, you down. There were so many. Take his backpack. So he was running, gripping the bag in the front now. there There's people like grabbing at the bag, like, give me your bag, give me your bag. He's running. And we're trying to support that. But at the same time, we're kind of clouded and surrounded. Uh, I couldn't see any of you guys. And there were so many kids. Two people hid. And it's like it some hyenas versus I mean, lions shit. Two, two, yeah, two of our buddies, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just it was just a crazy, really quick. It happened in seconds. As yeah. soon as that smack went, everybody just jumped out. Like, everybody's chilling back. And then all of a sudden, boom! And then oh! it's like, boom, everybody jumps. There's a scramble. There's a run. Somebody's hit. Human somebody's beings down. are such animals, man. Like, That's I got crazy. sucker punched in the ear, like the back of the ear, because they couldn't, like, like, I, I didn't even probably have my dukes up. Yeah. Like, I just had a board. I was, like, holding my board. I didn't then, have my dukes like, up. That's illegal. Like, you can't. I'm just spinning, spinning. I get smashed with the water. Definition I get punched in the punch. back of the thing. And, like, remember, and then everybody scatters. I remember kinda. at one point, because I'm, like, literally oh, fighting off, like. A battery like, goes flying. I'm fighting I off, that. like, numerous, numerous kids. Like, I don't even know. You probably had ten. We all had, like, six. Uh, there were quite a few kids on me. And they're, like, oh, trying to get the. I had my two. You dudes. were probably, like, the loudest, like, one of the crew. Yeah. Like, be like, yo, fucking, like. Yeah, I can crazy. just picture you, dude. Like, well, I had my two VXs. Well, I had my two VXs in my bag and, like, the Deathlands. And they're, like, you know. Six or seven kids open. trying to open it and get it out. Next thing I know, I just see the eight-hour battery go, like, flying by my face. And, like, those things are pretty heavy. And I just, like, could sort of see out of the corner of my eye calling. Like, I think I saw him get hit with the water or something. And he just goes, why are you fucking doing this? Like, or something like that. And then, like, I guess he got oh smoked again. Gosh. And, like, 
could kind of see like Sean Stem getting like bikes ghost ridden at him from every direction. <laughs> and he, and he oh was my like, God. and he was like trying to like hurdle. This is like a movie scene. Oh yeah, and he was trying to like hurdle it and all that. And so at this point, like, he was I'm trying hurdling to, like, bikes. Yeah, and I'm trying to like get the keys out because we had our van parked there, and like they like somehow got the keys to the van. And so then they're like, "Oh, our boys are coming back! Like they're gonna shoot!" Oh yeah, like these, yeah. like these, like that was kids. our one escape. Yeah, out they, of it. yeah. And we're in like, oh and we're God. like in the projects, like we're in the hood, you know, and like whatever. And so I guess at like, that moment you're just like, "Oh well." Then they're like, "We're gonna die! We're gonna die! We're gonna die!" I mean, well, and they're telling guys. us all along, they're like, "Oh, our boys went to go get the guns, and like they're gonna shoot you." And so, like, I'm, like, freaking out, like, dude, what the hell is going on here? And uh, I had been letting this little, like, two-year-old kid use my board, and, like, I guess his dad was some OG from the neighborhood. So, like, he came up and was like, yo, just get out of here. And I'm like, yo, they got the keys to our van. So he was, like, cool because you were nice to his kid? Like, the whole community You never know how people are going to react when you interact with their kids. The whole community was cool with us. It was just, like, happened to be these kids who were passing through who were, like, trying to get stripes. You know what I mean? And, like, here we are. We're clearly, like, not from there. Yeah. Or whatever. lady that owned the house across the street came out like a nicer woman she came out and was like these kids aren't from here they're just a, a gang passing through they're just yeah. causing havoc like these kids are not from they the explain it she's it's like, like you want to come skate here anytime like come like see me knock on my door like i got you yeah. and then the older og in the neighborhood's like yeah these kids aren't well, from around here like so they're just causing guy, trouble that guy went crazy. and like took off and he came back like five minutes later and he had our keys so he had, like, went and, like, tracked down the kids. He was, like, some OG that was respected nuts, from the man. neighborhood. He's, he's like, he's, like, I got this. Like, yeah. you're not gonna fucking... Yeah. He's, like, don't call the cops. Yeah. I got this. Well, and so, like... What the cops dude. came. Yeah, the cops came, but they didn't do they shit. Did. They, could, they were scared. They yeah. were more scared than us, probably. Yeah, yeah they're, like, the they're cops like, come up, and they're, like, so are these kids from the neighborhood? No, the no co- they the cops said, asked us, what is wrong with you? What are you doing Yeah, Yeah, they go, do you want to press charges? And we go, no, and they go, you guys are stupid. You should never come here ever. Again. <laughs> they, they like police escorted us out. No, they didn't even. They took off like oh, without gosh, us. Like yeah, we, we wanted an escort. <laughs> they didn't give us mm. one. It was the one time we weren't happy to see the cops go. Oh, we were like, gosh. wait a minute. All right, so anyway, yeah. anyway, here we are. We survived. Yeah, you know what I mean? Nasha, we're here. You know, we made it through. But uh, Damn, we didn't man. even get a clip. Spot. You, and that, that to me was there. the irony of it is like I had been to that spot uh, I guess this is the clip I had been to that spot yeah. a bunch of times and like never had it's an issue pretty <laughs> well known like pros there's that's in still in pro videos I think today I don't know yeah, yeah. it's like a pretty famous spot the yeah. ghetto banks yeah so we just thought we were gonna go there and get some tricks and you know Marshall even had a trick in Family Tree I think yeah he did like the so new, what uh, was the timing of it was was Tampa am at like the same week or something no, i mean I it was so. it was we different were, all right there were a couple winters where we like drove down you know we'd like hustle up enough money to i just it. wasn't sure if you were there for something that was skateboarding specific so that it made it made them know that the skaters are going to be there or no no because we, we were in miami when we were in miami when that like, happened just the crew of kids on bikes was coming through and they saw like four or five white boys and then whatever and yeah. like hey See what I'm so saying? So this would happen right, in Miami, not Tampa. Totally. And, uh, but, so, you know, there were 
what was it, like three or four of the winters where we would like hustle up some money and we'd just drive to Florida with like whatever, whoever could take off for a couple yeah. months. And so we'd usually either like go to Miami first and then go to Tampa or we'd go to like Tampa first and then go to Miami, but Or yeah. mostly Miami. Yeah. Port yeah, Lauderdale. we spent a lot of time. Yeah, over there. My my dad was there at the time, so that was fun. But all right, so Enough Ooh. about our, our heroic escapes from, ah, from the ghetto. No, but, <laughs> but, uh, no, heroic's the right word. It's a right. good one, though. So, so what do you think? You got any clips we could talk yeah, about? Yeah, so I wanted to show a couple of these clips. Um, but also, I wanted to talk about... Um, so we've talked about Peace of Time and Family Tree. Those are a couple of videos you've been in. Uh, at a certain point, you were spending a bunch of time up in Canada. You were in a video called Floor Work, right? Mm, With, uh, that's a true statement. Who made... Uh... Jeremy Elkin. Okay. He just had a video, a skate video, in the Vermont International Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the had... streets are silent, right? So yeah, it's called? yeah. Yeah, a video looking at uh, New York City and yeah. Brooklyn more particular. Props to him. I'm looking yeah, forward so to he's still that. doing his thing, still making video. And then, uh, uh, and then... he's the homie. A little bit later on, Cut and Dry, which you do with the homie. Cut and Dry, James, James Buckman. Buckman out of uh, Queens. Nice. But he's uh, done good things in Cali, and he's been a good production manager. Yeah. Filmed Street League and done different projects like that kind of stuff. Yep, Buckman's the man. Yeah. Put uh, out the... Mm, he didn't have... He had a little bit of stuff in Warco video, yeah. but Cut and Dry was his like video. Yeah. This is bouncing around a little bit, but uh, see that one Thanks on Camera was another one that you had a part in, right? Uh, thanks Camera 2. Thanks Camera 1. Thanks Camera 2, I think. Thanks Camera 2. Justin Hogan. Maybe, yeah. Justin Hogan, yeah. the Lowell Mass crew. Yeah, all these uh, YouTube videos, the links will be in the that description. That one yeah. I don't think's on YouTube. No. Um, I have the, the tape at home or well, whatever. But. Well, hey, Justin Hogan, if you're out there, get that thing online. Yeah, let's go. Hey, big ups, um, So I, I traveled from Vermont with Bachinski, Manny, and Justin, and we went from Vermont. Maybe I met him in Boston or something. Yeah. And we went down to Florida, chilled in Jupiter, Fort Lauderdale, like Miami, did all the stuff, but mostly in like the Fort Lauderdale I think area. you filmed pretty much that three whole weeks, part on that trip, right? Yeah. Three weeks of going. Uh, we stopped at D.C. Manny did some gold rail stuff. That's and, insane, like, to film a part in three weeks. Yeah, we went all the way down, stopped in Philly, and it was like November, I've been skating December. 25 years and I haven't filmed a part. This dude filmed a part in three weeks. <laughs> it was a short part. I mean, it's a little apples and oranges, but I'm... It's more like bananas and raisins, but yeah. I hear what you're saying. Dude, you're, you're not a bad skater. You're not a raisin. You're not a bad skater. <laughs> like, you're not a banana. Yeah. Just because... Because you're not pro doesn't mean you're a bad skater. I know, yeah. but it's like when you come up with with the likes of like Colin Hill and Marshall Heath. And yeah, you gotta like, like you gotta separate your like you gotta be like, hey guys, I'm not really trying. It's you know? like, like hey, a, I'm not like really. There's, it, there's a difference a between being uh, you know being in the NBA and not even being in the G League, but it's cool. It, You've been uh, in the it, G League forever. <laughs> I mean, here we go. Yeah. Anyway, here yeah. we go. All right, so. I'm gonna. Uh, we're jumping around a bunch here. I mean, that's what we do here at the Golden Hour Podcast. We're you know a bunch of space cadets, but uh, so we got a couple clips we're gonna bring up here, and uh, you're gonna tell us about them if you oh if you care to. I'm sure. All right. So this one right here switch is flip. actually one of my favorite. Flip. Well, it's so not heel. nope. So you did. I remember you switch flipped this eleven first try, but this is actually the switch heel. And this one, tell me what you remember about this day. 
Yeah. Right. Not that day. Let me see if I can... Let me get this full screen going. Oh, here we go. Just press F. Anyway. There we go. Alright. Switch heel. I don't remember the switch heel as much. I just remember it oh, that took, was so good. It took crazy a beating. Yeah, the switch heel. I remember did. that switch heel. It doesn't look like it. It, it looks like it, it was, probably felt like it, especially because you switch flipped well. it first try. But yeah, I think switch heel was first though. I think honestly, I did yeah. switch heel first. Yeah, and went back for a switch flip. Um, Maybe that's why I rolled up so many times on Switch Flip. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I was going for it. Oh, it so good. Buck. Buck town. So, like, for people who don't remember, talk about this 11 yeah. stair that's you, gone now. All right. So, there's a curb coming up. Um, so, first a, of all, lo uh, no, not sharing location, sharing location. Well, this set's this is gone, gone. Now, So, it doesn't really matter. It's oh, my God, dude. It's <laughs> been that long. I haven't been there. So, sure. We'll share the location. <laughs> Chittenden 11, downtown Burlington, two blocks from the waterfront. Yeah. And there was an 8 and an 11. Yeah. And we've been skating that since piece of time. It's probably been there my skate life. But only in those years had I really stepped to it. Um, 11 was kind of the benchmark for Burlington. Um, and that's this, a big this set. So this what year is this? Long. This is like, what, 2012 or something? This is... Maybe 11 to 13 in that. So 12 is mm. a decent... Yeah. Silent year, so it's closer to 11. This is the walk that I used to go to work. I used yeah. to manage a bar, and I used to walk this so, way. And I used to see you and Jordan fucking killing yeah. these sets, like, every once in a while. I would be like, Whoa. I mean, something for people to know is, like, this is an East Coast 11, so, like, this is an official 11. Like, it's taller and longer. If this was in California... Landing probably, is rougher. It's probably... Like, Maybe rougher. But even just size-wise, this is probably a 15 outlet. I'm about six feet tall, I think, and it's, like, eye level yeah. to me standing at the and bottom. Mm. It's like, okay, it's that high. And it is long. They're long <laughs> stairs. Whatever. So you got to Longer than they are tied. You got to ollie up. Oh. Oh, so good. Ollie up the curb, which was really hard cool after people. it, too. Let's speak that switch heel one more time. Right. So you got to switch Ollie up right before that it. cruising. It doesn't oh. look like I'm going that fast. Oh, that's that great. Was, that was beautiful. Turn the sound off on that for one take. Um, it's on the top bar. You should be able to hit the audio. Yep. All right. Yeah, I mean, you can tell how rough it is just by the it. sound, if nothing else. Not no? Uh, there we go. There. Oh. Ollie up, cruising, throw down switch, ollie up, throw down switch, ollie up, and then you have enough time to oh. just set your feet. Oh my that god, so, that's so, such a mind, that's such, such a, a so proper. That's, that's the main thing about any kind of sports and athleticism is being able to like have things up in the air and land them where they need to be you know like it's there's that there's a lot of bails on that one there's a lot of bails and like having to react so quickly like set up well, your thing and you're then in pop. the air so there's this crazy thing in skateboarding that happens that it almost like slows down so you're in the air it's it like pops, being in a car it pops and you're like I think it feels like you have a lot of time I think that's only of, for people that, that are really good I don't I've know. Never felt like no, it's, so it's a thing when you're. It's like a meditation thing. Or when something. you're risking your entire life. Yeah, it, it, never, it never slowed down. For I don't me. know. It always man. seems like it was happening way too fast. <laughs> I mean, it's still fast, but it looks fast, yeah. and it goes. It's still like gravity takes hold. Right, so I got another one here. Something about it. 
it like slows Play down, that one more so, time. Uh, I already skipped to the next one. All right. But so I have another one here. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so this one was in the curtains of Slap Magazine. And this was the Nolly Backside Heel Flip Down Carlsbad. Oh, uh, my God. Tell really? Us, tell us a little bit. Dude, I've had people come up to me and tell me stories about this. Yeah. Thing. So no. so I know, like, you know, there's... Well, there's a little bit of backstory. Um, I was staying in Vista, California, a suburb of San Diego, yeah. with some Hurley people. My shoes were beat to hell. Board was shot. And, you know, we were going to skate this thing with another Hurley rider. I was staying with Hurley. Used to be sponsored by Hurley. Uh, surf clothes and stuff, whatever, yeah. Bob Brinkwist. But, uh, so I was staying at the place. We went to this spot. Somebody else named Moose was going to back three kickflip. He broke a board. He broke like three boards that day, landing on it. Damn. So it was pretty beast. We went there for a reason, for him. Yeah. Photographer on the roof, two filmers. We went there. I was like, looked at it. I was like, all right. I saw another homeboy, uh, Milton Neves or something. Brazilian homeboy. He's yeah. got a brother that's super good too. Yeah, yeah. He ollie down it. Is like, that the biggest tumbled. gap at this point that you had skated? Or, or like in terms 11's of like, comparable. This one's a twelve yeah. with a flat, with a small flat. Okay, like, but smooth. but the land, the run up's good. Like that's what was good about eleven was that the run up was actually good once you ollied up. Yeah, that run up was nice. All right. Granted, this one is run up for days and it's perfect. All right, let's take a, um, let's take a look at this. But this one, homeboy broke his board. He's setting up a new board as quick as he can, um, and then the filmer like. Sean Peterson uh, from Slap at that point was on the roof. He's like, hey, I'm up here. Like, what's up? Yeah, like, you, anybody want to hit it? Like, Colin, your, what's up? Saw your chance. I'm just like, ah, like, come on. Like, really? Like, I got nothing. Like, come on. Like, you know, my board sucks. My shoes are gro gross and crappy, whatever. Let's, let's, I don't know. Yeah, just let's see uh, how it worked out here. Started, like, peeping it. Insane. Like, I saw people that were there on the session try to ollie it and bail and bail and, like, getting fucked. So it looked it looked like not that fun to ollie. So I didn't want to ollie it and get a heel bruise or whatever. Ooh! And then I honestly started trying that real quick. Started wow. trying. Damn! You landed bolts on that thing. And basically, I went as fast as I could and just hopped. Yeah. Off how many tries was that? Like six, maybe. But six, like you get broke Damn. off. You fall. So the faster you go, the heart the well, the. You, I, it's I like less... to go fast because it's kind of a confidence thing where, like, I'm not going to clip. I'm not going to hang up. I'm going to full confidence. So do you remember how you it. were feeling, like, right there, right when you were rolling it's away? Like, unbelievable. Like, blackout. Unbelievable. You had to fix your glasses right when you were... I guess. Your <laughs> That's insane, dude. That one... That's, like, part of the trick. That, 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 that was amazing. That just like, requires extra coordination, crazy. man. That was incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the best thing. Like, I didn't go there with the pressure. Yeah. So I kind of... Filmers ready, like all the filmers are ready. They're like, all right, and like, come on, being, uh, somebody want to get it. The sequence was, uh, yeah, slap. That's Sean curtains, Peterson right? shot it off the roof, the upper roof. So what year was that that you 2008. did? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Sick. Eight. All right, yeah. I got another one here. This is so That's I just cool. pulled out a couple. That's that cool. I think... I'm grateful. Sean Peterson, Richie Valdez, Bruno Passos. All right, they some, all hooked some, it. Some legends, yeah. Right they there. all hooked it. Bruno Passos is Bob Burnquist brother-in-law yeah, yeah married his sister and films most of bob stuff yeah he's the man Sick. rips on vert hey shout out shout Sam. out uh yeah 
the, the passos and, and Bob. What up, yeah. Bob? What yeah. up, Bob? Dude. How we man. doing, Mr. Burnquist? Legend. Uh, so I pulled a couple things from each video. Well, obviously not every video, because how many parts have you had at this point? I'm estimating 12 or 13. Yeah. Not all of them are on yeah. the internet, but most of them are. All right. So this uh, back tail that I pulled from James Buckman's video, Cut and Dry, Ooh. is, uh, I think oh, we were man. on a silent tour yeah, for this right. one. 2011. Yep. And uh, this was, you know, that, this was a special tour. Um, for that was cool. You were there for it. Yeah. For people who don't That's know awesome. about silent, that was a board company based out of LA that you rode for, for... Myself, Jordan Maxham, Cookie, Cookie, Chris Colburn, yeah. Cody Hale, other East Coast Wait, legends, Cody Pat Hale? Rumney. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Rumney was on there. Angel Salcedo, yeah. Salcedo from Ventura. Tom Roar. Mike Patterson, maybe. No, he might have been later. Tom Roar was in the crew. Just some heavy, heavy yeah. duty. Widda was kind of like running Widda, the whole photo absolutely. stuff. Shout yes. out Widda. Widda <laughs> photo. What up, Widda? Chris Whitaker. Whitta, that's my G. Whitta Anybody BT. say otherwise. Uh, so um, it, was a, it was a decent crew, and uh, we were motivated. Yeah. We went out, and uh, this spot is at a spot that was heavily in the Nor'easter and uh, yeah, what Massachusetts. Yeah, like UMass? It's UMass, at a Mass something? College where people go to skate the handrails yeah. there. There's like a 9, there's like a 7. Yeah. There are black rails undercover. So I pulled uh, up this uh, back Andy, tail. We'll check Andy it hits it. It's been pretty brutalized. Check out but... this back tail, which was just like a marathon back tail. Like, Ooh. oh my goodness gracious. That's one of my favorite tricks yeah, on the dude. board. Look Not just that. like that one, but I definitely do back tail every time I skate. You're just sitting on that. And that thing Ooh. was curved. Balanced. Yeah. Well, that was another good one. Let's peep that. Oh, Ooh, little yeah. nolly heel for... Little on that tiny one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my little one here. Oh, Dude, what a... Oof. I think I had red yeah. trucks right there. That's tight. Yeah, that, was, truck. that was sick. Huh. That um, took a minute. I was cruising buck nasty into that one. All right, so this one I pulled out. Oh, this, really? this one is is very special to me for for a number of reasons. So this was a part that you and I put out, and I believe it was 2015. Yeah. And it was called Stuck in Vermont. And uh, this was kind of in between videos for me, and you were like pretty much the only one I was getting out with filming like for that year, you know, maybe yeah. like a little bit here and there with other people. Did, but like, Did we film a lot of fresh stuff for this one, or was it mostly archive? It was all fresh. It was all fresh huh. because it was. There was uh, a couple archive lost clips. Yeah, like five or six, maybe. Maybe, but I just remember this was at a time where, like, you know, everyone just life was happening, and this was the only project I was working on. It was the. It is actually, I think, to this day, the only time I put out that I filmed. Sorry, just. A solo just a part. A solo part, exactly, yeah. as opposed to like making a whole video and having people have parts. Yeah. In it. There was a little bit of Brendan McInerney yeah, filming supplemental things. clips, but yeah. yeah, I guess it was a new... So the um, reason why I chose this clip, uh, yeah. so this is for people who don't yeah, know, man. this is the spot uh, we used to call Chef's Plaza. Shout out to Josh Shea. Josh's. Yep, Josh's house, yeah. Chef's Plaza, whatever. Chef. And uh, yeah, it's just up in the mountains in Vermont. It's uh, It's gone now, but... Yeah, uh, gone, so. so this clip, I remember we were just... I think we were either... We were either camping 
or we were just like up there for like a skate yeah for like a day thing and uh you know it's one of those things where you're just out and we're all just kind of hanging you know and i was on the other side hey anybody want to get a clip yeah and i'm on the other side of it the way it runs it's kind of like a long driveway type thing and i remember i saw you like off whatever and i just skated up with my camera and you did this first try um and wasn't trying it before you hadn't tried it at all And it's absolutely amazing. Nolly, no slide, late front foot flip out. And Jesus. I, and I just man. remember, like, even the look on your face, if you see afterwards, like... Like, whoa! Like, 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 right. <laughs> Damn, like, all right! Like, you could tell you even surprised yourself big time. Like, uh, see right there? He's uh, like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll so, play that one more time, but, yeah, that was awesome. And it's like, I guess that's the thing with skateboarding. Well, sometimes it's of, like not trying. A something. lot of times, like this session too, is like we picked a trick. All right, Nolly flip sure. crooks. Yeah. So it's like work, 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 try to get it, try to get it, get one. Cool. What's next? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to try something. Just, just go with Throw it. All right. It it's going to be fine. Yeah. Try yeah, it one time and it worked out. It was great. That doesn't happen a lot for me. Like, I'm Ooh. pretty lucky as it is to get away with all these things, but <laughs> get away with these maneuvers. It's like, yeah, but it's so much harder than it looks too, because it looks oh, almost man. like it's just well, a regular flip out. This might yeah. actually, this might actually be throwing you for a little bit of a loop because this well, is not the clip; it's the clip after. But Chad, what's up? Face the camera. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so just turn your whole uh, body in your seat a little bit this way, and then have to turn your head to look at Colin. All right. All right Sounds cool. good. So, so for this clip here. How am I doing? Um, Perfect. I decided I wanted to show you guys this one last because of all the clips um, that you've done that I've been there for. This is my. weren't here for this one. I was. It wasn't this. I'm. I'm about, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, sure. about, I'm about to show you the clip <laughs> after this. But uh, out of all the clips that I've been there that you've done, this one I'm about to show is my favorite that I actually didn't even film. I just happened to be hanging out and I was there cool. and uh, I had two other angles. And, uh, you know, the backstory, you could tell them a little bit more, but it was on A-Dog Day. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you filmed an angle. No, I didn't. No, you just gave the money. Yeah, I had I had told Colin uh, if, he, if he ever switched tray flipped into the City Hall Bank, that I would give him a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah. I mean, I get that you wanted him to do it. It was an outlandish request. But, but... Oh, it was yeah, dude, no, it's because like I was you trying never, to live, he's never gonna do it. So uh, I was trying to live vicariously. It's bucks. not that he wasn't ever gonna do it. It's that it was worth a hundred bucks. <laughs> you knew to me for him doing it. Like it's like one of those things where like I'm living. You slammed that shit down the, forcefully. Like, like the, bam, the, the price of living <laughs> vicariously through him. I I was happy to pay the hundred dollars. Yeah, you actually right? gave me a hundred twenty. Did I give you the extra twenty back? All right. You appreciate it. All right. What an honest guy you are. So anyway, here's the switch yeah. tray. Um, let me... I don't know how to turn this audio back on. Nope. How do I turn the audio back on? We got it, dude. All right. So... Family's yeah. all there. Yeah. Second angle. the two angles. Bong. Right on the bell. Yeah, the so this... tower bong. Yeah, so... I got my parents in the mix, which is pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. Like, that thing like, is so sketchy. And my mom was trying to film all the tries, film it, and then she didn't get the last try. She's like, oh, Kyle, did you get that? Because he was filming <laughs> yeah. me next to her. 
and all the, <laughs> all the homies there, right as the yeah, bell's going off. Huge. So this was the first, yeah. the very <laughs> first A-Dog Day. Yeah. I love the the first A-Dog Day. Yeah. The first one. There's Jay Rich, and see, here's me. I come in, and I give oh. him the money. Well, Yo, uh, speaking of A-Dog Day, look over here. <laughs> A to Z. That was the, the A to Z concert at <clears throat> Higher Ground. It was the Friends for A-Dog thing where they were like... With Z-Trip. With Z-Trip. Uh, so yeah, Z-Trip yeah. was headlining that night. It was when Andy was first had... was they first He called in. Thing. He called in live during the concert. Yeah. And was like, yo, it's, uh, I'm so hyped to see all you out here and shit. Yeah. Like, yo, big shout out. It's like, it feels hey, so great, yeah. man. Rest in like, peace to the yeah. legend. Cheers the to legend, man. Power. <clears throat> yes, big doggy. Yes. But, uh, that first A-Dog day was a big deal. City Hall Park. I was at work at Mule Bar. And I got out of work for a couple hours, came down, like yeah. it was super nice out. We were kind of slow in the restaurant, and they're like, "All right, go, go, go." Went, racked up a couple high ollie contests, racked up the Swiss tray. Let's watch. Let's watch one more time because it was just that good. It was and, uh, amazing. And then after all this stuff went down, it was like the dust settled, and I went back to work and yeah. finished out the night. But that's great. You got like your mom, your yeah, dad, your, yeah, your girlfriend. Hyped. Everybody's hyped. This is, now this is before you were, before you became a parent, which we'll get into. Here we go. I came in. I think Bing. I was smoking cigs. Ba ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. AP. Jay Rich. Did you get that, Kyle? <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Well, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to show a couple of them. So yeah, tell us uh, what you're up to now, man. You're uh, you're a you're a father, right? You got a couple little little ninjas, do you? Yeah, two youngsters at this point. Sweet. Uh, girls, well, like three. Girls, the oldest. Two. Girls gonna be four at the end of December, and then the baby boys too. Right now, jovial Jeremiah. They're keeping you busy, yeah. Very. And we have a baby on the way. Nice. End of March. Congrats. Number three. Really, dude? <laughs> Number three. Dude, I don't I don't think I knew that. Congrats. I would know if I knew that. A bun in the oven. That's because yeah. that's because I know how to keep a secret. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. It's going great. It's going Hell good. yeah. Yeah, man. thank you. We're, Much we're love to your up, family. Much love to up the resistance awesome. out there. Yeah, and so you're out. a full time chef too, right? Yeah. Uh, oh. sous chef. Sous so chef. Like, you know, number two. Yeah. At Doc Ponds and Stowe. This young unit. Right. But I feel like I got a rep, rep shirt that's going on in there. This, uh, so yeah, this... I used to have a job where my the head chef at my job like gave you props on your culinary on your culinary thing. Oh, like I was like him. I was telling everybody I worked with, like, yo, like we're in some like um like what was that contest, man? Like there was like the um was it a barracks contest or a... Oh, the United Nations? The United Nations. Yeah, yeah, we were finalists oh. in that for, uh, I oh, made, yeah. like, a uh, best... So I was telling everybody, yo, check out our shit, and, like, my head chef was, like, Colin Hale's an excellent chef. I went to, like, I know him huh. from Necky. Cool. And he's, like... That's awesome. He's, like, props to that dude, and, like... And that? he didn't, he was, like... Was that he, he just squashed the skating, it's just, like, <laughs> yeah, no, Colin, he picked it up quick, man. Like, you know, like... Who was that, Robert? That was, uh... Um, that was Chef Marcus Hamlet Ooh, of One Melbourne's. Federal. Oh, yeah. Yes, One Fed. yeah, Marcus yeah. is the man. Chef big Marcus. ups to big ups to Chef Dude, Marcus. He asked me to be a sous chef at one point for his new restaurant they opened up there. 
Nice. And you were like, no, it's got fed in the name. I can't do it. I ain't no (laughs) snitch. (laughs) That was based on the street, just to (laughs) FYI. (laughs) Marcus was on ads. He's like, oh, every summer I pan for gold. I make like 300 bucks. (laughs) Yeah, every summer just pans for gold. But dude, he learns about geology. He's the man. He learns about things like... Master chainsaw artist with the ice block. Really? Chainsaw the ice block like a G. Shit. Yeah, people wanted to learn. That. I never knew that about Marcus him. Marcus is the man. I worked no, for a few years, shit. dude. Holy shit! Sick. Same, really. Yeah, he was dope, and I'd seen him get mean too. He gets sick. Yeah. So you're you no, he will fucking squash you. Yeah, He's like, real. you need yeah. to be squashed. Yeah. So you're saying you're the so you're the sous chef at Doc Ponds. Doc Ponds and Stowe. And uh, you, it's a Hand of the Woods sister restaurant. Yeah, and so That's now right. you you bought a house, right? And you live yeah. somewhat live near in there, Cambridge, Cambridge, Vermont. Yeah. All right, so yeah. you got uh, what goes on over uh, at the home there? You have some um, type of little homesteading going yeah, on? Yeah, we have about 14 chickens. That Some of them lay eggs. And Damn. We just got two pigs last week. All right. So we have two pigs, two kids, 14 chickens, <laughs> a dog, uh, like five acres or so. All right. A lot so, of veggie gardens and everything's wrapping down for the season. But somehow. Raising up some piggies. Somehow. With the fourteen chickens, and <laughs> I guess you didn't have the pigs yet, but the dog yeah. and the two kids, uh, you still found time to come and film a part in I Homie, which is the yeah, I... uh, which is the newest video that we just put out. Which actually tomorrow, wait, 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 wait. I feel like we skipped over uh, good things right there on top. Yeah, we'll run it back. We'll we'll get back through there. All right. But um, there's another one that goes here, and then we got I Homie. This is good I things. Good things come to those who skate. Yeah, this is 2010. One. That one's still one of my favorite parts. Yeah, that too. one stuck in Vermont, best ever. Yeah, best ever was kind of a throwaway for that. <laughs> yeah. from the stuck in Vermont. No offense. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I kind of like it was kind of the in between stuff, but it's air. all good. But I um, want to talk to you a little bit about I Homie since it's still fresh off the plate. So you have the last part in I Homie, and uh, you know, thank you so much for right. coming through and crushing it like that. You know, this was the I Homie was the first full length video I've made in ten years, and uh, you know, making it with Sean was it was a pain in our ass. And if the biggest issue was, you know, being that we did it all on smartphones and getting all the footage from other people and having all the different formats and. You know, just basically not... I think of it as a lesson in how when you, like, compromise on one end, you have to, like, work extra hard on the other end. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, as as far as, you know, the way that it came together with you, you were one of the last people who actually started coming out to get clips because, yeah, you're a a busy-ass dude, you know? (laughs) You're a busy dude. And at at the time where I think we filmed the first clips for iHomie, feel like you hadn't even been on your board in how long since the last clip we filmed before that <laughs> yeah so like each time we filmed was the like, only when's the last time you skated oh last time we filmed yeah. and like, which is crazy I mean, which is crazy because you know, we'd be meeting up before like before the video i went to winooski once or twice for the whole summer so is it like, safe to say that smugs twice is it safe whatever. to say that while filming i homie Every time you skated was a time that you were filming for the video. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Loved it. So I didn't really, I didn't waste time at a skate park warming up. I just went to a spot 
So you, would... you picked, and I was hyped to just be out and like <laughs> that. Yeah. We that we agreed on. I mean, all right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, you had a spot, and it'd be like I've never skated there, so let's go. I'm down, and then that would excite me to do something. And so I guess warm up in the So moment. I guess tell me like. Uh, you don't I think you're the not... first clips were that flat gap in uh, North Ave, North okay, North Street, like the backside flip. Yeah, I think those stuff. were some of the first ones. And like Kyle showed me the spot, and yeah. I heard about it, but never been there. So started warming up and just started going for it. And so you're not someone who really I see as like someone who has like necessarily expectations, but like if you were to kind of put it along those lines, what were I expect like, to get a couple clips today. So how do you like? How do you feel about how the how the project came out? You know what I mean. Like in oh terms of like expectations um, are just just other people's uh, beliefs, I guess. Right. Um, my expectations of myself is that I want to get stuff done. Okay. I want to handle something. Were you happy? And then with still how challenge the, myself. Were you happy with how the part came out? Oh my gosh! Beyond happy. Super stoked because right. um, I was lucky enough to see a couple of the clips on my phone, like by them being filmed on my phone. But <laughs> yeah. For the most part, not seeing the whole project and then seeing it all laid out, like, damn, that's kind of a full part. It looks great. Like, yeah. I had a snapshot of some of it. And then to see it all strung together, it's like, okay, all right, yeah. it's it's there. It's amazing. And, and then you got the Pretty surprise cool. where I like completely flipped the song on you. And so Love you show it. up, Love shows it. up to the bow, premiere bow, bow. and like. Yeah. Like you don't, you've never even seen your part edited to the song whatsoever. Yeah. And now here you are in the, the theater. The cool part there. is I had never seen the other parts either. Yep. I hadn't seen any of your stuff. Yeah. Like back in the day, we used to. Dude, go, the coolest part is that you're somebody who thinks that it's cool <laughs> to just like show up, fucking drop a bunch of bangers, not ask for a goddamn thing, and then leave, <laughs> and then not even like care about. What a jerk. <laughs> And then not even care about what you were told before about what music you were skating to and shit. And then, oh, and then you, and then you show up to a premiere and it's like not what you were told, and you're like, oh, <laughs> dude, like that's sick. Like what a good attitude. Yeah, I gotta appreciate choose, that, man. Sean. I, yeah. What a good like, attitude. It's man. respect just for me to be able to get one clip, let alone. 40 clips in a summer. Yeah. Like, this was probably my most productive summer since 2017. Yeah. Uh, not to I mean, not to mention, not to mention, you got the full-time job, the 14 chickens, the wife, the two kids, the dog. I gotta go home every day. Like, I'm out tonight just because they gave me the pass, but I'm saying. Sometimes I think to myself, like, what could we accomplish? We could have gotten clips tonight. (laughs) Just so you know. Tonight, we could have got clips. Hey, we're getting... It's not too late. It's not too late. No, no, I'm just saying. Hey, you're right. Courthouse is pretty lit up. But no, uh, all I'm okay. saying is like this is that's how my this mind operates. This it's is the clip. fucking inspiring. Yeah, it really is. It is inspiring Thank you. to Thank you. be able to just decide I'm gonna be productive with two hours of time. And actually come out with something. Well, not to mention, you live an hour away from me, so it's like, you get done your... So you gotta drive an hour each way, yeah, so yeah. that's... That's two hours driving. So if you had an hour, hour to shoot footage, yeah. okay, yeah. which normally that's saying I am yeah. gonna be... I'm gonna allocate three hours of time. 
And I'm going to have yeah. something that I'm going to be productive out of it. Usually after And not working, just for me, but, like, for the community. Shift. Yeah. Dude, it's different to have something that you walk away with versus, like, the whole community. I mean, to me, it's with. crazy. That's the best. I me, love being able to share that. Yes. Like, and to me, it's crazy because, like, if I get done working a full work shift and, like, not to mention who knows how late you're up with the kids and, you know, dealing with the farm and all that. And, like, when I get done a full work shift, like, the last thing I really have energy to do is to then drive an hour to go skate an hour to drive an hour to go back to do all that so i mean props to you bro honestly the meditation comes in the skating yes like that's where i'm trying to trick everything melts away i'm just in my zone i'm trying i'm trying to push myself too so it's not just a stagnation not like i've done a switch heel down 11 now i'm gonna do another switch heel down 10 or whatever number is quantified but like, it's not stagnant for me. It's a meditation. And it actually soothes my soul to do something like that. Productive. To be able to share something puts me at such a peaceful place that it just it, it heals my stressful life. Yes. To do a skate trick. And to hurt my body. And to be rough, you know, rough and tumbling and getting hurt. You and like, getting a scratch. But then getting the clip, I'm healed for the week. And then next time I go out, I still have that energy. Like... That, that's the best thing. Skateboarding is a meditation for me at this point where, you know, I'm jumping down 11 with a switch heel and time slows down. I'm a, I have a strategic moment where my foot's going this way and the board's going that way. I'm like, no, <laughs> kick out, boom, tuck and roll. And then I get up. I'm like, all right, I got the adrenaline. I'm in a meditation. I'm only thinking about one thing. Hmm. It's that. And then I, I go. It's like, all right, whoosh, clear mind. Deep breath, go, and then you just you do it, and you're soaring through the air at that moment. And when you land, it's like you, you it's almost like you black out sometimes, yeah. where you don't really you're not conscious of that whole process. When you have it done, then you look back and you're like, all right, there it is. There's proof. Like I don't have it all. It healed my my body with that meditation, but now we got the clip. Now we can share it with the community, and everybody can rise up. So my happy moment can actually help other people be happy, too. So right that's on. like, that's that's, that's really that's really dope. It's like an that's exponential effect. That's my shit. And, I've been and, living like that for a decade plus. I think it's been longer than that. Same. So at this point, like, at this point, you've been on a skateboard over twenty years. Twenty three, I think. Yeah, and you've you know you've put out. You put out whatever 12, 13 parts. I think rough. I think Those are like the. Promoted parts. Yeah, so there's like probably the, like some gross other ones before that, yeah. but you know. I think I think um, you know you've always had. I don't necessarily know how to say this, except for you've always been underground, but not underground to people who know what's up. And what I mean by that is, you know, you talk about spending. It's time like public with, underground, but industry standard kind of. Like, well, it's like so. But from winning, you know, the golden ticket at Tampa and traveling, I don't think there's a well-respected professional skateboarder on this planet that you haven't crossed paths with, that you don't respect, that doesn't respect you. But I guess for people who don't really know you, what made you choose to kind of take a, a very unconventional approach? So you why'd know, you most, stand for a month? Yeah, like most yeah, people right, moved out question. to California and they decide to go this, that, and the other thing, like. What was it about the life that you've now carved out for yourself? You know, what made you decide yeah. to, to go this path, which is very different than, you know, your typical, what most people do? 
That's a great question. So basically what it came down to was as a young sponsored skateboarder, um, back when I was trying to do it, 2006, 7, 8, whatever, I was really grinding. I was on some grimy couches. I was staying with people. And I had to basically be a bum to be successful at skateboarding in the industry. That's such a weird like, it was. oxymoron. It's crazy. Like, it's, it's crazy. The I path to, to success is to be a bum. So I had to stay on people's couches. I had to live that vagrant lifestyle, not having a place. Because, like, you know, amateur people, like, maybe half of them get paid. And some of that half only get, like, a couple hundred some of them get a thousand, whatever, a month. Or there's different scales of spectrums. Basically, a lot of times it's like just not how much you have to. Paid. It's just getting back to the right. to what you. So full circle. So end of the day, like, I wanted to have, I wanted to live in a place that I wanted to live in, and you know, skateboarding was cool. And like, so basically, what it came down to, I'm not trying to throw bones under the bus, but Jared Lucas, the TM of Bones was trying to give me a part in a digital magazine, which is a skate video back in the day, 2008. It was pretty popping. He wanted to give me a part. He said, stay at my couch for like three months, film this part, and, you know, we'll see what we can do for you. And he's like, you probably need to tighten up your pants and, like, wear, like, black shirts and, like, whatever. And, like, I wear black shirts now. But, like, the point was, like, they are asking me to kind of like switch my image a little bit because I wasn't marketable Be for their are. company necessarily. Yeah. And you know, that's friction. That's the and definition that, of friction basically. So, but they're like, like live on our couch and you'll have an opportunity. I was like, cool. I've been doing the couch thing and like, I'm, I'm a decent enough guest. I'll do dishes. I'll clean up. I'll be a gracious and appreciative of everything. Of course you are. But I don't like being a burden for people and having them, like not having a car in California. Like, yeah. come on, are you kidding me? Like, now you're trying to go to spot. Especially, yeah. like, especially oh when I mean, no, no commentary so, based on personal so stuff. But now you're at everyone's it's tough. mercy. And so yeah. that that was the industry then. The industry is different now. Yeah. So it's a lot different, and I didn't really conform with all those industry things of getting on a Facebook or getting on the stuff. I got off the Facebook. I got off the stuff. Yeah, you don't have and an I don't, Instagram. I don't or want. That. I, don't, I don't know. That's not me. <laughs> yeah. To do that, I'm very bad at self promotion. Yeah. So Trav's been hooking me up my whole life promoting it, Sean as well, but like I'm, that, I'm, that just I'm the wasn't same. my path. So I, I need I you chose, to I chose to do personal growth and learn about life and learn about different things besides skateboarding. I spent my whole life focusing on a skateboard, just doing that, literally just that. Yeah. And like listening to Grateful Dead and Fish. <laughs> so literally that was it. Like I had no other life experience. I had no skills. Except skateboarding and problem solving and physics and those type of things that come with it. Sort of duck and water. Basically gallons. all of the fucking shit, dude. Sort of ducking and gallons like, of water. I, you know, I had a high school diploma, like naturally. Wait, one second. Um, Why does this keep shitting out, dude? I don't know. Talking too much. <laughs> no, no, I want to get a good uh, outro over here with him, so let's try to let him run it through the way. Uh, so back where you're talking about is I got a high school diploma, but I didn't have a lot of life skills and, you know, knew how to write a check, knew how to do stuff. But being a skateboarder was basically you had to be the dregs of society. You had to be getting faded, being messed up, not having your own place, 
doing all these things, skating, life-defying, death-defying moves, and just, I don't know, it wasn't what it, wasn't really what it all panned out to be. Sorry, one, Sorry, one second. One it seems second. like the power is not connected to it. Uh, password. It's connected. It just wants your password now. It like, mm. it like shorted out. Um, that was an instant right after the last time we, I reset it. So like, well, I, I, but I think this is, I think this is a good thing. I'm gonna wait until he's not right here to do it. Alright, fuck it. Alright. So, I, th I think in a nutshell, basically, what you're trying to say is that you were, you were feeling like you were kind of, like, you weren't in control and it was more like you had to depend on other people sort of giving you, like, the nod, right? And, like, you not just being able to just feeling like you're self-sufficient like you're being your own man it's like jumping through the hoops that other people want you know being told what to wear and you know you gotta stay on this couch or do this or that when you're like why when I'm ha when I have this other yeah. this other life that I'm I'm happy doing and I can still skate I can still do whatever but like right is that kind of what you're getting yeah at? absolutely the skate industry was different than what I thought that it would be like like, oh, you can skate, you can do tricks on the spot. Cool, you're going to make it. It actually took a lot more politics and a lot more playing the game. When I realized what the game was, is a self-promotion of whatever. And you got to just basically sign off to a corporation to be successful. Like, I kind of did some of that, and it was cool. Like, I had endorsements and all those things. But at the end of the day, um, they weren't really taking me to that next plateau. And I wasn't really feeling that kind of style of how to get there either. Mm -hmm. um, I really appreciated the Vermont lifestyle. And especially traveling all those years, really learned that Vermont's really a special place. So yeah, I kind of came back, settled in, and just said, you know what? I'm just going to learn about other stuff besides skateboarding. Because yeah. I spent my whole 20,000 hours skateboarding already. And I'm 25 or whatever, and I've... I'm going to chill out. I'm going to learn uh, different stuff about life and get into like a lot of different stuff. So Yeah, and you had your girl and, you know, you, yeah, you, had, start, a, you had your had family a nice lady. and all that. Absolutely. So I kind of settled in. Um, a lot of people that make it in skateboarding, they ditch all their family relationships. They ditch their, their female counterparts and all those things of those relationships to be successful. So you sacrifice all this other stuff to make it and then that I don't know I wasn't really vibing with that yeah it was cool like you know I don't know bones really did it for me they said I had to tighten up my pants and wear different kind of stuff and then homeboy filmer would take us to the gnarliest spot <laughs> hugest <laughs> rail hugest stairs uh, that was the biggest set mm -hmm. I've ever done stuff down that switch 180 it was like a six flat seven yeah, you're like, and dude, like, chill. And so that was scary. every day. He's like, all right, we're going to this huge rail. We're going to El Toro. We're going to Such a weird thing for a skateboarding company that, to tell someone to tighten up their pants. Because that is how kids made a difference back then. Yeah. Back then. And this is different. Yeah. Different than today. Now it's Instagram and everybody posts. Well, you I can think, be a skater from wherever I think now. you should find solace in but knowing that, like, you that wasn't are me. still creating and you're still, you know, you're still... I, I hate saying even the word you're still making yourself your own brand or whatever, but 
you're still making an impact and you're doing it on your own terms. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to me, and I think to a lot of people out there, like that's that's real respect. You know, because if we're gonna like, if we're gonna compare it to hip hop, it's like KRS One said, like I'm going independent. I'm just going to say what I really believe. But anyone can sit there and try to tell you, like, okay, this is the path to success. And, like, as corny as, or cliche as it may be, like, success is in the eye of the beholder. You know, and you've yeah. and you've carved out this beautiful life for yourself, which is on your own terms. And it's oh, not... I'm happy. I'm you know? Happy and it's it. not... And, um, it's not without having tried out, should it... Could it be this way? What about this? What about that? Like... Yeah. I mean, you've obviously, you have a lot more life to live, but you've you've done some great things, and uh, fuck, we're honored to have you out yeah. here on the on the podcast, and yeah, as the I brother, as the homie, man. you are. I got all these parts, yeah, and my, no did my hardest <laughs> stuff, survived, yep. like, I'm happy, I'm and cool now, with how it all happened. I see happened, you rocking so. the B-side. Yeah, B-side, I'm sponsored again. Right. Uh, That's sick, oh my B-side. God skateboards and uh arson skate shop and uh we're still doing it i'm still doing it but you know i'm just doing it my way i guess after all these years still Fuck yeah so. that's right. what's up that's what's yeah. up so hey you had a grip uh, no oh, no so i don't have this gripped because this one's going on the wall but this is five what uh what year was it that you ended up going pro for Warco? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, I was twenty nine. Look right. at that shit. Keep it here yeah, and just kinda James. rotate it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, how many skateboarders go. do you know that went pro at twenty nine? Damn. That shit is so Callan James was one. It's like the McDonald's World Burger so twenty nine like, guy like, who's doing so twenty nine when you finally went pro. And it looks like he sprays shit down to like decontaminate. I'm decontaminating yes, he's the decontaminating world. the industry. He's, he's decontaminating the industry. That's Colin right there. He's, he's going, yeah. don't tell me how tight my pants need to be. He's like, I'll dress like fucking Ronald McDonald if I need to, motherfucker. Yeah, straight up. He's like, just give me that fucking check, player. Right. He's like, matter of fact, I'm so G, I don't even put the cross on my A's. That's how G I am. He's yeah. like, yeah, I don't even need that. You try to cross me, you ain't crossing nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought when I made it. They you know, did all that. Fun. So all those hardships and struggles, I quit the industry. I stopped getting sponsored. I didn't talk to anybody for years, 2008 or nine. I just dropped off the map. I skated in Vermont, filmed a bunch of stuff still. Didn't put it out to anybody. Wasn't sponsored. And then Warco hit me up after all these years because Jordan was on it. My brother was getting flow. And Jordan put me on. He is responsible for turning me pro. What he up, Max? He said, no shit. He said, I will not turn pro until Colin turns Damn, pro. Damn, that's official. And so with that said, he was like pretty well Dude, established in the company. that's a fucking big up to Jordan. That's a G. Right that's a G. I, I really respect that's that. That's super G. So I'm 29, Vermont chef. And he's like, this guy needs to be pro. And they called me up. Warco called me up. I remember this call at my work. And I took the call. I was like, all right, what's up? Ira, what's up? Good. What's good? He's like, all right, we want you to skate Tampa Pro. I'm like, wait a minute, Tampa Pro? You got to be he's pro. Like, he's like, yeah, we're making you pro. We want you to skate Tampa Pro. We don't you? have your board. Ira. Ira. Yeah. What Ira up, Ingram. Curb Killer? Ira Ingram, Curb, Curb Killer. Killer. Days. 
he called me up. I'm sitting, I'm standing next to the ketchup and the mayo department in the dry storage. He's like, let's go. We're you're going to be pro. Let's go to Tampa in three months. I got you. I'm filming it. We're going to fly you down. I actually paid for the flight and the hotel, but I was there. that's fine. That was a good time. Yeah. I got a little hungover <laughs> for my contest round, but <laughs> we got yeah, I still got like 22nd place yeah. out of 60, but you know what I'm saying, but... Hey, I got 14th out of... Four, I got 13th <laughs> out of 13, but but it didn't show on the when oh, I did the industry contest. It didn't show. It just said but, 13th. But that was amazing. <laughs> that I I gave up industry stuff, and I still was able. Like they pulled me back in to get a pro board. Like that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Jordan. Okay. Wasn't for Ira. Wasn't for Cody. They know. all pulled for me, man. In an independent company, I was pro. Got two pro models, and then. The company just vanished. Well, hey. So, well, hey. So I made it. So I'm happy. You made it. You know, it's crazy. And now, and now, rumor, that was my dream. And now, rumor. And I stopped chasing that dream, and it still happened. So, no, that dream stopped. It didn't insane. stop chasing I'm, you. Yeah, yeah. But here's Damn. the thing: rumor has it <laughs> that uh, rumor has it that you are uh, about to have another pro board coming out under the, the yeah, B side, still, which is yeah. going, which is funny because that's going all the way back to the beginning of this whole story. Second spot. Seth you know? Neary. Yeah, yeah, like they're just the absolutely. whole thing, and so now uh, Kyle Burroughs has brought back the B side, and uh, Fuck yeah, cool, man. and uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Hey, be on the lookout I'm for very, uh, What for it comes Collins down to boards. is I'm super thankful. Super fa- thankful for you guys for your help along the way. Hey, my dude. And just, I'm love just going to keep doing the best I can and yeah. love you guys. Yeah, That's we're, it. We're proud of you. Appreciate the Vermont scene. Let's keep it going. I yeah. love you, Vermont's man. powerful. It's a small state, but packs a punch. Absolutely. These guys, you know, All right. respect. True. Listen, this is Colin Hale. He's a one-of-a-kind guest, all right? We signing off from the golden hour. And until next time, keep it 100. Damn. Yeah, my dude. Episode number one? Yeah. Really? Number fucking one. Number one.